this is Dory, and welcome to this week's episode of Slice. Today, I have Natalie Kusterich with me, and if you remember her from last season, we did two episodes together. We did one on love and forgiveness and one on sex and marriage. Thank you so much for your feedback. I really, really appreciate it. The biggest feedback across the board that we got was that everybody wanted more. Everybody wanted more detail about understanding forgiveness, but everybody wants to talk more about sex. Hopefully, we're going to get to all of those things, and we're going to do a little mini-series on it. We're going to start that today with this episode, so I want to start by introducing Natalie Kustrick. Hi, thanks for having me. It's so fun to have you here and be able to do this with you. Oh, it's fun to be here with you again. (laughs) Okay, so everybody wanted more more from us. Everybody wanted more about forgiveness, really breaking down what forgiveness is. It sounds like a really simple thing. It sounds like forgiveness seems like something really simple. But when you really break it down, it's not. It's pretty complicated. There's a lot of nuances to it, and there's a lot of levels of forgiveness. Right. Right? So I'm so happy that you came today because so we can break this down and and give everybody more information about it. So what's on my mind today is what are the signs that you need to forgive? Like as a start. Yeah. You know, what are the signs? Like, if you're listening to this, you might think you're really good. You're totally have forgiven. Everybody you need to forgive in. You're not upset with anybody. You have no resent. Hey, I'm good. Skip that episode. Well, maybe, and that's good for you. But what would be the signs that you need to forgive? It comes through in our emotions. And, of course, I mean, as human beings, we mostly don't want to feel anything. Let's, like, numb out and not think and not be present for our lives. But it's in our emotions that... So much of our world, our internal world, is experienced. So are you angry? Do you walk into a room and you see the same person who's in your life, who is, I don't know, for instance, uh, somebody you had an argument with, and you keep having the same argument with. They keep letting you down, letting you down, letting you down. You're like, it's not that bad. It's totally fine. It's okay. But you find yourself incredibly angry and enraged after seeing them you probably need to forgive. You're repeatedly sad about the same memories around a breakup. There's probably some need for forgiveness there. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's these very subtle, they're not even subtle, I take that back. They're not really subtle emotions. They're intense emotions, but that we tend to ignore because it's really hard to focus in on them. Because if you focus in on them, that means you're gonna have to have a conversation with somebody and handle things in a really different way. And sometimes you might not want to do that. It's not easy. And along with the intention of Slice is authenticity, which is about knowing yourself, about knowing who you are, and really being real with yourself, and being able to be vulnerable and get to the you behind the you that you present. A lot of the tasks involved in forgiveness lie in that place. What you're going to get out of this episode is you're going to understand the emotions that come with needing to forgive. You're also going to know how these emotions translate into behaviors, like a little bit of like what you talked about, yeah. what you started talking about. You'll also learn to identify the places in your life you're needing to forgive and that are holding you back in relationships. You know, what a lot of people don't think about, you can't move forward unless oh, no, you you're forgive. stuck. Yeah. You're, you're stuck. If you're not going to look at your emotions and what's going on and what's holding you in this place, which, by the way, is the story about whatever happened and how it's impacting you, you're not going anywhere. You're just going to remain in that loop over and over and over again. You're a hamster in a cage, and that's no way to live. Right. 
And then a lot of times I'm thinking of an example of, you know, I have a, a client that I see, a man, they've been divorced. I don't know, over 10 years or something, he's getting married to somebody else now. But there's so much anger there. There's so much rage and so much resent, right, and contempt Mm -hmm. that it's holding him up in his life. It's holding him up in his self and his relationships. And when we spoke about, like, hey, how about we talk about your ex-wife and what hurts you? (laughs) And let's talk about forgiving her for what she's done and how she's acted. He's like... Hell no. There's no way. I don't want to talk about it. Why would I talk about her? This is years later. The reason we talk about it is because it's still getting in your way. It's going to get in the way of the love that you want, and it's going to get in the way of the things that you want. Right. Here's the thing, and most people don't want to hear this, but the fact is if you don't confront your emotions, you are literally a victim to whatever experience you had in your life that's bringing you to that place, whether it's anger, resentment, contempt, <laughs> sadness, depression, exactly. whatever whatever it is, right. you're stuck. You yeah. are keeping yourself in this place. And the only person, the only person who can get you out of this is you. That's true. Okay, let's get started. Natalie, let's talk about the emotions that are often involved that you can identify in yourself that can help you understand and identify when you need to forgive. These are the signs that you need to forgive. Like, let's talk about anger. Like, Okay. So, um, say you were in a relationship with someone who was in and out of your life. You didn't even reach out to them. They reached out to you because they wanted to spend time with you. And every time they would come back, it would really feel like they really, really wanted to be with you. And then you finally get it. You It finally culminates in, like, a big moment where you're like, oh, my God, I am seriously just like number two or three on this person's list and they call me because I make them feel better about themselves, but I feel like crap every time I'm done seeing them. I'm done seeing them. But when you reflect on this, you are so angry at yourself because you you cared enough. You cared enough to let them keep coming back in. You didn't under you missed the signs of what was going on. You didn't like how you felt when you were with them. But these feelings of kindness, caring, and compassion, or whatever it was that they brought out in you, have now been mutated into this place of anger because you couldn't see what was going on in that moment. And so there's like this seething rage that pops up. That is a sign that forgiveness needs to happen because there's a lot going on there that can poison you, your life, and your future relationships. And that needs to be addressed. That example would show that you have not forgiven yourself. For not expressing yourself. For not saying what you need to say. And therefore allowing someone to mistreat you. People do this all the time. All the time. People do this all the time. And so the other person doesn't even know anything bad has happened. So they're oblivious. So you carry all of it. Okay, so um, I had a client who went to a bachelorette party. At the bachelorette party was a group of people who everybody was kind of out for themselves. They were there for the woman who was getting married, but nobody was really concerned about anybody else. They were just sort of concerned about their good time. She happens to come from a culture that is really focused on other, and so she truly felt like a fish out of water. And so the whole time she was trying to make everybody else feel okay and bring the group together, because that's what she does. Mm -hmm. At the end of it, she was resentful 
she was angry because nobody cared about her or brought any awareness to the fact that she was showing up and really trying to pull people together. And she wanted to be appreciated. She wanted to be valued because it was really a sweet thing that she was trying to do. Sure. So it was lost. To this day, they don't have no idea because she wasn't able to confront it in that moment and let them know, like, hey, like, we're here together. Let's do stuff together. Come on. Like, yours, we're all responsible for this. Like, let's just jump in and make this a great weekend together. That conversation never happened. She just sort of stood back and was resent, resentful from a distance. So she got angry, yeah. Yeah. So that's really common. That is really common. Have you ever you seen know, anxiety show up yeah. as a symptom of needing to forgive? And have you seen it in anxiety form? Yeah. How have you seen it? Well, the best example I could give is the holidays when you're going home to visit your family and you yeah. have like a ton of anxiety about it. Because there's an undercurrent of feelings running through and experiences and how you feel about seeing your family again, there's usually a lot of unhealed, unresolved issues. So a lot of anxiety will come up there. And do you, um, do you find that it's because people haven't actually expressed to their families how they felt or processed anything with their families? Told anybody anything about their yeah, experience? I think so. I think a lot of times it's because people don't speak up. But I honestly think the anxiety part, like to answer that, is like the anxiety part comes because they're probably not going to speak up. Right. Because they're going to go home. You're going to go home and face it. You're just going to go home and go, okay, I just got to make it five days with my family. Right. <laughs> I just got to make it through, okay? Right. If I drink enough, I'll make it. It'll be a better experience. Right. Or if I, we come up with strategies on how we're going to handle basically hiding from ourselves. So we can tolerate the family yeah. or uh, it shows up a lot in relationships, like coupled relationships where, yeah, that lack of forgiveness happens to create like the worst thing, which would be contempt, which we'll talk about in another episode. It's also when there's this anxiety because you know the experience that you're going to have in those situations is you're going to be going to a situation, whether it's like your family, your partner, your workplace, and you're going to kind of go in this optimistic view, this way of, I'm going to do this. And you kind of psych yourself out. Right. It's only but five you, days. It's only five days. It's only the work week. It's only, you know, I got to get through this project. It, it doesn't matter. There's going to be something. But the feeling is going to be anxiety. We're going to talk about more about the depth of that anxiety in another episode, but the gist of it is it kind of goes back to authenticity because <laughs> it does yeah. go back to being yourself yeah. and having the courage to be yourself. And, right. and when we talk about authenticity through all these episodes is to remember that it's important that you know yourself, yeah. right? I yeah. think a lot of people think, you know, it's like, oh, i got to share everything with everybody. i got to share everything. It's like, you don't. You don't just say anything to anybody. But you got to know where you are. you got to yeah. know where you stand. Yeah. And even in the forgiveness aspect, I think that's where the anxiety lies, is that it's hard for us to admit what we're really experiencing in ourselves. The hurt, the disappointment, the, the pain, anger, the pain, the, pain, the sadness, yeah. the yeah. depression. Yeah. yeah, it's all of it. Or the I'm not good enough conversation yeah, that comes up yeah. a lot, which becomes a really big part also of totally. forgiveness, is this concept yeah. of there's something wrong with me, I wasn't right. enough. Now hearing about some of the emotions of like what it might look like, how do those emotions translate into behaviors? We could talk about arguing, picking fights, oh, yeah. avoidance. We talked about depression and the biggest one, the big victim. We have a lot of those. Let's talk about the, the most common one that people use, which is arguing and picking fights. 
That one's really common, especially during the holidays. Oh my god. You know, you're doing you're in the kitchen, you're cooking yeah. something. Don't do it like that. That's not how we do it. How many times have I told you this? Like, do it this way. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> and the whole thing blows up. And it's something so simple as, you know, how you're mixing something. And so random and silliness, the, the arguments that ensue. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's actually an attempt to resolve something in a really backwards way. What do you mean by that? It's an attempt to bring something to light by arguing. So you pick and you pick and you pick at people because you literally want attention for something. You're trying to resolve something, but you're not doing it in the right way. Right. These are all literally stabs at attempting to resolve an issue and even potentially get to the place of forgiveness. Yeah. So maybe think about, are you picking fights? What are the common Um, arguments that you have in your life? There's a theme. Everybody has a theme. My theme that I get a lot with my clients is that they don't feel good enough or worthy enough. And so they literally take on more of the victim in the situations. So that that's another one is like if you find yourself feeling like a victim to the situation, there's probably a place that you need to work on forgiveness there. Yeah. Or the right-wrong conversations. I'm right, you're wrong. Now that you're understanding some of the emotions that come with needing to forgive, we want to show you what it might look like or what the behavior might look like and we have like eight that we came up with that seem to be the top ones that we both see in our practice and from our experience the first one is arguing and picking fights okay super common yeah if you find yourself arguing and picking fights then there's probably a place there for you to work on forgiveness if you are going through avoidance and depression So you're avoiding the situation and it's making you feel really bad. It's probably a really good sign that you're in need of forgiveness. Yeah. If you're feeling like the big victim, blaming everybody, it's always everybody else's fault. You're not willing to think about what part you play in it. You're stuck in like an emotional state that you just kind of can't seem to get out of. Again, you're going to be looping some kind of story and you're going to find yourself maybe in the same argument or same thought. Being a victim is another another sign you need to forgive. You're blaming everyone but yourself. So there's a lack of accountability for yourself in your life, which means you are stuck in this space, again, of... Being the victim, but when you are in that position, you can't change anything. So you are, you have your cement boots on. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, strong desire to be right, Ugh, right? Yes. I mean, like, I love being right. I love it. I mean, don't you? Like, who doesn't? I no, mean, I'm wrong most of the time. <laughs> I'm, wrong. I'm wrong most of the time, too. But it's okay nice to that. be right. But when you get into a situation where you've yeah. got to be right and there's no wiggle room for the possibility that you're not right, right, yeah. where it's like super righteous, yeah. there's a place that you got to forgive. Yeah. It's a stand that you're taking. Yeah. If you find yourself self-medicating, so you're, you're overeating, you're drinking, you're doing drugs, you're over-exercising, anything to kind of get you out of your emotional place and into a different state basically kind of numbing out. It's probably a good sign that there's something in you that needs to be forgiven, a situation that needs to be resolved. Yeah. Yeah. 
if you notice like your friends don't want to hang out with you or you know you're not getting invited to things or this is kind of a teenager thing that a lot of people feel unless you're also on Facebook because you can feel that every single day <laughs> that you're being left out. But oh, if you kind social of, media. but if you have this feeling, <laughs> <laughs> way to but, reject me. Yeah, right? <laughs> the love of mm, my God, that's a whole other that's a whole other topic. Well, social media, how it impacts us. If you're feeling left out. That also goes, you know, it's like these all fall together. They, these kind of all will blend together at some point, but it's like if not being included, you're also feeling like a victim. Like what's going on there, right? What's going yeah. on? And it doesn't mean like nobody likes you. It's just that there's a story that you're making up about it probably, right? And there's something going on there in yourself that you need to look at and forgive yourself or somebody else or a situation, but for sure a story. And usually that story is from childhood and and. So it's usually a forgiveness that we have to do. The places and the things that you need to forgive. So now you know some of the emotions and behaviors that come along that could help you identify the need to forgive. Once you're able to identify it, you're also going to be able to see when you get to understanding it, how it's holding you back in your life, how it's holding you back in your relationships, how it's holding you back in your career. And, and that is really valuable. That's actually incredible. Yeah. That's the, I want, I want to say that again, because what you just said, I think is really super important. When you understand your emotions, you can identify those. You can identify the behaviors that you've been doing and the, the common arguments and the fights and the blaming and the lack of accountability. All those pieces are popping up into your life. All of those things are now going to lay, lay the framework for you to be able to see what are the ways that you have been holding yourself back. Yeah, exactly. When you know that, like now you have opportunity, now you have choices, now you have new possibilities, and all of that comes within forgiveness. Getting out of your own way, getting the love that you want, having the deeper intimacy in relationships and with yourself and connecting and stopping self-sabotaging, right? Because that's a huge yeah. piece that happens. Literally, when you think about it from this perspective, is forgiveness literally becomes like a goal. It can yeah. be like a goal in your life. I think I would, I would assign you that goal. <laughs> I would assign you that right. goal because you will see how, how valuable it is. Now that you know the signs, there's no going back. If you can identify any of the things we talked about in your life, then that's on you. If you don't do anything about it, that's on you. And you're right. always going to come back to the same place and the same conclusion. You might just do it a different way. Right. It might look a little different, right. but you're coming back to the same place. This is kind of like, for some people, opening up a can of worms, but hopefully it's going to be a really healing message for you. And it's, it's going to be something that you take in. It is worth opening up this can of worms. It's about you. It's about your life. And you're the only one standing between your everything that you want. You're it. You are the end. These are all just stories, and there are different conclusions available to you if you're willing to do the work of forgiveness. Yeah, exactly. Forgiveness is a choice that will lead you to the path through your obstacles and we'll help you get what you want. Getting out of your own way. Stay tuned for the next episode, the obstacles that get in the way of forgiveness. 
been it's great to be back with Natalie. We hope you enjoy this mini series. Talk to you soon. Ciao. Ciao. Bye for now.